Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony. I'm here with my other host. I'm Bash. And... Did she her me, Miss Miriam T. Yes, you guys. And Megs isn't with us this week again. Darn. Really missing her <laughs> a know. lot. Are you, Miriam? No, fuck her. No. <laughs> but we have a very special guest here today. She's very special. She's very special. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Oh, the drama's already going to start. Already uh, starting. <laughs> yes, um, a local San Diego queen yeah. who actually works at Lips with Miriam. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Nomi Daniels is here, and she's going to be with Hello. us for the whole episode. Hey. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Hear all the applause from our large studio audience. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> They're so, like, they just stopped, like, like that. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> really good. All right, bitch. Get to it. <laughs> and yes, and Robbie is on sound. Say hi, Rob. Hey, everybody. I'm here, too. Hi. <laughs> and Mexican Eric isn't with us this week. Aww. He is with family. So well. it took two lesbians to fill his spot today. <laughs> <laughs> Jess and Natalie are, are our cocktail waitress boy what boy is this week. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I love it. Um, so, yes, Nomi Daniels. Yeah. So are you originally from San Diego? Where are you from originally? Born and raised in San Diego. I'm from Chula Vista. Oh, so you're Born native, like Bashi and I. Chilawana, yeah. Chilawana, there you go. She's not lying. She's in the seventh. Wait, what part of Chula Vista though? Um, well, I grew up all over like Chula Vista and National City, aka Nasty City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Chilawana, yeah. Right. But I grew up predominantly like, um, like on Fourth and J K. Then oh, we moved down middle. to like. D Street, I'm telling you, everywhere in Chalissa, <laughs> I have lived. Where did you go to high Imperial school? Imperial Beach. I went to a private school called South Bay Christian Academy. Wait, you went to a Christian school? Yes, I did. Pentecostal. Oh, my God. Not just yeah. any Christian school. I wow. see, I Pentecostal. Did not, I did not know there were Pentecostal churches out here until I met her. Oh, really? Because yes. that's big where I'm from. I don't know yeah. what that is. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Also, I also want to know if West Coast Pentecostal is as crazy as it, yes, it is. Uh, well, Southern Pentecostal is just a little bit more. I want like a little bit more out there than you know uh, this West Coast. West Coast, yeah. um, because it's, it's just the Southern is just you know the South is just a lot more exuberant and oh, vibrant, more. and you yeah. know what I mean in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. terms of. Um, uh, Christianity and, and Pentecostalism like that. But is your is your family still here in San Diego? Yeah. Oh, okay. They are from Hawaii. My grandparents moved here and then, you know, had my mom and stuff like that and her brothers and sisters and then I was born here. I spent my summers in Hawaii, but you, I was you born grew up here. here. Yep, just right there at the Baboa Naval Hospital. Wow, that's right down the <laughs> yeah. street from us. Yes, it is. <laughs> when did you get into drag? How did See, that I've start? always been in the military. Were you in the military? Well, no, I was born in the military. military. You know what I mean. <laughs> uh, when did you start I mean. drag? How did you get into drag? Uh, I started, my very, very first time was when I turned 22, and it was for my birthday. What was drag like in the 80s? You know what, bitch? <laughs> I'm not that much older than you are. Um, I know I had... I, Just feel free to slap her. Okay. Just slap her. I <laughs> should know she didn't glue sh- her wig on today. Your shit's in my right car, on. Mary. Your shit's in my car. <laughs> I know where you live. <laughs> okay. In her car. Uh, <laughs> Literally. T. Right. Okay. So how did you get into drag? Um, no, I just I decided to do it for my birthday one year. My 22nd birthday, and it was uh, the guys come as girls and the girls come as guys. So everybody was doing drag. Oh. Um, and then you know, I just started to go out from there. And it, honestly, it took maybe like twice going out. And you were and I was I was approached. No, I was approached um, by a promoter to you know promote a night or to do to host one of their nights. And I was like, I've never done this before. Yeah. And um. And it was the very first night that I hosted was at Bourbon Street. Oh, back in the day with, when Bourbon yeah, was with around. Global Mail Productions. Wow. Yeah. How was it the first um, first night hosting? Were you nervous as fuck? I yes, I was. I was very, very nervous uh, because I I grew up like on stage singing, acting in, in plays, church plays and stuff like that. But being able to talk, I can sing into a microphone. Yeah. But talking into a microphone is a whole different story. Um, so hosting 
and not only hosting, talking into a microphone, sorry, uh, but performing and, you know, engaging, engaging a crowd. Yeah. yeah. It was very, very nerve wracking and I was sweating profusely. <laughs> but um, yeah, I loved it. And ever since then, it was. You just, were hooked. Oh, yeah. And then now you're you're one of the regular girls that live. Yes, here in I San am. Diego. Very, I'm very very fortunate. Yeah. And I, I, yes, I love what How I do. How is it working with this trash bag that's its nice? You know here. what? I have to say a prayer every <laughs> single day because I'm one of the first ones there that gets ready. I get ready at work. Yeah. Um, I'm one of the first ones there to get ready, and then you know it's it's serene, it's mm-hmm. peaceful. <laughs> We get Quiet. ready. We get ready real different. You see real what I mean? Different. See what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no. um, and that you know, we'll have a little bit of conversation here and there, yeah. but predominantly, we're listening to music. And then, lo and behold, you know when this bitch walks in, you get just like. I tried this new makeup today, and oh my god, my makeup and my listen. And we're always just like Miriam, and she's like, what? Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> and then I throw something at her. Naomi yeah. at one point had like a pile by her makeup station. Literally. Of oh, Robin's gift telling me to yeah. suck the mic. Okay, okay <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like at one point, Naomi had like a pile on the floor yeah. of stuff because she'll just be like, "Shut up, bitch!" I should say, and I will throw a can of hairspray, Marianne's throw a bottle belonging. of lotion, throw it, and just throw it across the room. And it's great. <laughs> one time I came, and then she's in, freaking out, talking about who stole my stuff, who stole this. She nope, threw it right here on the floor. <laughs> okay. One time I came into work, and Naomi was like, "You never just come and get ready." No. It's always an ordeal. It's yep. always something happened. Always this. You were behind on this. You tried this. It didn't work. I'm like, well, sorry. That's how you go through life. <laughs> She's I think, not really Marianne. sorry. No, I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's I, it's it's a uh, it's something I'm working on. It's yeah. something like it's just always been a thing. I like feed off of the the energy. Yes, of it. Yeah. it has something to do with how I operate. Mm-hmm. But. It gets really unhealthy. <laughs> it gets really unhealthy sometimes. Like it's one of those. It's like looked, yeah. Like, what? Shut up. What man. is your favorite part of drag? Like what? It, what really inspired the you end? To working the with end. Me. <laughs> Taking it all off. No, no. going out after. Yeah. No, no, no. So when I say the end, I mean um, dying. No. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't reached that end yet, bitch. <laughs> Miriam Zena twice. Um, Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> when I mean the end, I mean um, after every show that we do, you can hear the chatter on people's, um, you know, lips, leaving yeah. their mouth. And it's just like, I had one of the most ex- enjoyable experiences here. Um, this is, you know, we come every single, you know, every single night. We come every single weekend. Or I've heard so many, many stories. I've been there for about... Six, seven years now. Mm-hmm. Um, when I tell you the amount of men that I've seen, straight men come in and they're so nervous mm-hmm. because they're so worried about being judged or worried about not only women judging them, but different men judging them. But when those doors close and the curtains close and they're okay with who is in the area that they're in, and they're like, okay, okay, now I can let my guard down a little bit. And then, like, at the end of the show, the one or the couple of guys that would come in and just, you know, they're so nervous and they're so this, this, and that. And you can see it on them. They're the ones that are leaving leaving lips or leaving any show that I've done. Um, just, we've, we have had the best time. We did not know that this is what, it, what <laughs> you ladies do. And, you know, we have a newfound respect for what you ladies do. And thank you for doing what you do. That, wow. to me, is... M- why I why I do what I do and why I love to do what I do, because for some minute small you know moment in somebody's life, I'm able to change something or just help make somebody's experience just a little bit better. Maybe change your viewpoints on the on, LGBTQ. Exactly. Well, and I think we get to I think we get to do something special at Lips too, because working at the bars and doing shows in Hillcrest, we're performing for gay people. Where mm-hmm. at Lips, we perform for ninety percent straight folks. Yeah, and. It never fails. Part of my monologue every time I, I work at Lips is I ask who's at a drag show for the first time. I worked there for a year and a half, hosted probably a hundred shows now. Yeah. Never once has there not been somebody mm-hmm. in the audience. And it to me it's their first time coming to a drag show. It's wow. crazy to live in San Diego. <clears throat> yes, we got our regulars and stuff like that, but the people that raise the the amount of people that raise their hands um for their one, just the first time being at a drag show. 
is crazy to me. Yeah. And then two, the first time being at Lips. I'm just like, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I went to, like, from moving to San Diego, I went to Lips within my first year of moving yeah. here. I mean, I, I am gay and stuff, but it's just like a staple. I it's remember like a when novelty. Lips was in Bankers Hill on, at yes, that on old location. I yeah, had, I had never I've, gone until we started the podcast. Really? Actually. Yeah, really? I didn't know that, Bashi. I went the first time with the, you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. I made them hire me. That was <laughs> when um, our buddy wasn't. Uh, didn't we go yeah, there with Eddie with Danger? Eddie, yeah, yeah there. Eddie Danger. And Eddie was like, Oh, I think yeah. Eddie I, was like, This is a lot of bachelorettes, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I he was remember. like, This is a lot of bachelorettes. I was like, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was friends with the queen who worked there. Yeah, and then I would hang out with her. Like I would get all done up, and then you know, hang out with her there. And what do you do? You guys need anything? You guys need anything? And they're like, "You don't even work here. Sit down. Go away." And I'm like, "No, I'm gonna sit right here until you guys hire me." And they did. And they hired me. Yeah, yeah, that's Biggest awesome. Mistake yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch. Don't go. I love Naomi. I do, but like, I, I love to hate her. The first time I had conversations with Naomi was at Red Dress Party. I'm surprised you even remember that. I do, yeah, of course I do. I mean, we were just all oh, so I know. We lit. were so fucked up by the end of the night. I mean, Megan yeah. fell out of her chair at yeah. most. Yeah, fell. that's when I first got to get to know you, and I was like, I got to get her on the show because your story is just so and interesting. Yes, and we yeah. were trying to, you know, trying to have some kind of conversation. But While we were drunk also, and everybody was, else was drunk. <laughs> it was also like, save it for the show. Save it save for, for the show. show. Yes, yeah. which you tell everybody, save it for the show. Save it for the I show. Love that. Yes. So being from San Diego, growing up in San Diego, how have you seen, um, especially within our community and the drag scene change over the years? Because you've been, since you've been at Lips, you've been there for a while. Mm -hmm. So have you seen the change within the community? Very, very much so. (laughs) Yes, I have. Um, Personally, like in my head, I was like, oh my God, this is what, like, because I used to think, like, I would hear, like, the older, you know, the older people than myself, like, talk about, oh, you know, back in my day, or yeah. we used to see this, and why are they changing that? And I know, that's what it's, it's like being with Tony at I know. Like, oh, Shut your mouth, Sorry. bitch. No, and then now, like, <laughs> seeing stuff change, and I'm like, no! You guys are, like, making, you know, me feel older than I am. <laughs> but to see stuff change so drastically yeah. and so quick. Yeah. Is Quick. insane. Yeah. Quick how? Like, that. is it because of like the drag race movement? Just like the amount of queens or just like how drag has changed? Or like what all have you seen change about? Yeah. Like, uh, the, are, uh, well, the community for one. Um, the way the community moves. Uh, the, the drag scene. Now it's become more popular. Everybody yeah. a drag and so queen. And every week there's a new fucking I queen born. You, I cannot tell you how many times I have like looked at a queen and I'm just like, you're doing this for all the wrong reasons. I can already tell you. And it's not me being judgmental. It's me like knowing. I can tell you're doing it because it's like a fad. It's like pogs or, you know, like. Yeah. Girl, yeah. They would say, well, girl, I had the best, like, glow-in-the-dark slammer with a skull on it. <laughs> Me too. But you know what I mean? I like, love getting skull slammed in the dark. <laughs> we know. <laughs> we know. I was mean, glow-in-the-dark for a reason. <laughs> Before we came over today, yes. I found, like, my entire binder full of Pokemon cards. Yeah, Did you okay. really? Like, every single fucking one. I, I wonder think if I they're... might have, like, ten grand in my closet right hey. now. I know, I just, they're I just probably announced. worth yeah. money. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea how to fucking got, sell them, though. I got ten grand in my closet, too. Why don't you just go to a game store, depending on the condition? I don't. I don't want to pay a commission though. I want to just make the money. eBay. Go sell them with eggs. I know, but I'm lazy. (laughs) Oh, we know. (laughs) eBay is like the laziest form of like. I know, (laughs) but I don't know if I should hold on to them longer. Maybe they'll get more expensive. What? What? what, So Pokemon was yours. What about Pokemon? Whatever. Pokemon. (laughs) Pokemon. Pokemon's what I'm into now. Pokemon. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. He likes the Pokemon. Mexican Eric isn't here this week. (laughs) I know. Um, Mariam and Nomi, what were your guys' obsessions when you were growing up? Like, what were you obsessed with? Barbies. Were you really? As cliche as it sounds. Barbies. Like, I wanted all the Barbies. I wanted the one that, you know, was, like, cut off from, like, the top. 
the oh, shoulders just the head down. where you could do it her. With the, oh, bitch. I'm oh, really? You. I hooked that bitch up. So, so not the full times. Barbie, just the head just where you the did head the, with makeup. the hair and the makeup. Ah. Yep. But I have a question. Oh, wait. Oh, it was just like the. You were just making up the big head thing? Mm-hmm. Not the actual dolls. Well, I had the dolls. Okay. Well, there was a Barbie that was just a mannequin head and shoulders that you could style her yes, hair and yes, do her makeup. I remember that. But my question is when you had Barbies, were you the kid that kept everything in order or were they like fucking Cynthia from Rugrats where the hair was like all over? No, mine were in order. Miriam's was a different No, mine were a mess. Um, (laughs) I have like one of my like most vivid memories as a child um, is one of my childhood homes that I lived in because we moved a lot when I was a kid. Um, Yay, broken family. Um, And then, (laughs) yay, childhood trauma. Um, One time I was snooping around the house because I've always been a nosy little bastard. And I, (laughs) and so I opened the hall closet and in there was a Barbie dreamboat in the box and I died. Like my parents were always like, I do have memories of them like try, like taking me up and down like the hot wheel and tractor aisles and trying to get me. And I do have another memory of me throwing a fucking fit in front of a tractor and then being like, well, why don't you try that? Why don't you try a tractor? And me just being like, fuck, no. no. And I also have a really distinct <laughs> memory of me in like, I'd say junior high, like seventh grade-ish, finding a bunch of my old Barbie dolls in my nanny's closet yeah. and mutilating them and cutting their hair off because I was like, I don't identify with this anymore. Like, this is garbage. Like, I wasn't a bad, like, I didn't do this. God. Like, it was like a weird, like, um, what the, like, oh, that explains a lot. You know, it's like internalized. You have to go over the corner and okay. you need to give yourself a hug. No, like, internalized, <laughs> it was like, uh, that is some demented shit. No, it was like, um, it was like internalized homophobia. So I like, cut their hair off and was like, fuck these and threw them away and really? stuff. And like, I regret that so much now, but I was just like, because like, like when you were playing with them when you were like hair on over to okay. this side real quick okay like when you're playing what, with them four uh, and five you don't know any better and then like in junior high like the world tells you that that was wrong you're like that's, Sid from Toy Story that's the point where Sid from Toy Story that's the Here's point where shops. you're either Thank going to you. become a drag queen or a republican at, is at that point <laughs> yes. you cut up the Barbies right I'd say it's gone. The <laughs> champagne was already Another gone. Another bottle. <laughs> there was one yeah. memory that I I really do have. It was um, I think it was. It's on video. What is well, it? Ooh, it's on VHS. Oh, VHS. <laughs> Where it was like we were opening Christmas presents. Yeah. If you say one thing. <laughs> we were opening Christmas presents. And um, I got, do you remember those like, uh, well, now they call them sock and bop. No, sock and bop? Oh. But it was like the. I think I the know. thing with the weight at the bottom. Like oh, the and, you and you punch it. Punch yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. That, it was a set. It came with that thing and then like punching gloves. So, you know, I put it on and was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever, this is my present. You know, Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> and then my cousin got a, like a life-size Barbie. I cannot tell you how fast I threw off them gloves and just <laughs> pushed that bitch out of the way. And I was like, nah, bitch, this is mine. This, this is my present right here. Wow. You can have the sock and boppers. I had a my size Barbie. You did? Yes. I used nice. to dance with that bitch all the time. Just like, I had G.I. Joes and Transformers. Yeah. I was really into boy toys I when was I was growing not yeah. into boy stuff at all. All oh, really? Yeah, I think I think I, it has a lot to do with my nanny. Like my parents like fought it a little bit, but my my grandma was just like, you get that baby what he wants. Like, yeah. No, like as a kid, so like that was my nanny who bought me all the Barbies, and then my great grandmother. I would spend the night with her a lot, and it was always I would always do her makeup, which my mm-hmm. grandpa didn't like, but I would always like bust into her makeup and want to do her makeup. And I have another. I would always make like mud pies and shit at her house. Is that country's mud pie? You know what I mean? I, you know, oh, yes. Shockingly, I did as well. She would give me actual. Oh. She would give me actual like tin pie pans, and I. But I yeah. remember one time. I okay. <laughs> Look at you. Too. I remember one time. That's they're so like crazy. mud pies. Yay! <laughs> I remember one time. I told my grandma that I wanted to paint her birdhouses with mud and glitter. Yeah. That woman took me to the store to get glitter, and I did. I had the idea, and I. You should have seen me like a little fucking I homo. Just I oh painted it with mud, and then I was just like <laughs> throwing the glitter, like, just and then. Enough. Late for dinner. Not enough. <laughs> not too much. Take it away. Like, why am I not surprised? Yeah, like always. Uh, I was That's only into like so coloring and Barbies and glitter yeah. and yeah, my whole life. So this week was a big week, you guys. It was, um, it was a lot trans, going on. Transgender Awareness Week was yes. this weekend. Remember, trans awareness or remembrance was on the twentieth this mm-hmm. week. Oh right. Yeah, yeah, and San Diego at City Hall this week. They yes. they had the trans flag up along with the U.S. flag and the California For flag. For the first time, right? First time, yeah. Well, even up and down um, 
University Avenue. Mm-hmm. They had trans flags. Yeah. Um, up and down University Avenue. Did you hear what happened? No. Uh-oh. One was burnt. <gasps> I oh, saw no, a headline God. about that, but I didn't read it. Are you serious? <clears throat> I yeah. I, unfortunately, I did not. Um, get the chance to read the story about it, but I I did see it. Yeah, and yeah, it was just one, like, shocking to me. Shocking. There was one burned at the at the bus station. Um, I was talking to some of the people that I work with, like so yeah. our head of security at Moe's, Um, not to like deter that it it could have been like in, intentional. Yeah, he thinks um, our head of security was like he was like that night he saw a, a like a crazy homeless woman with wearing a trans pride flag that night like running around mm. screaming at people so it uh, could it could have been but like it doesn't matter if it was or not it's the issue is still there but like i don't want my trans brothers and sisters in san diego to 100% believe that it was right. malicious because yeah. it could have been a mentally unstable person that yeah. is homeless or something in our in our so town it was just found, did it. anybody it was yeah. found on friday at a bus stop it looks like it was burnt on 10th street and university friday morning yeah so that yeah it it, and, and it was just a shocking image to see too. Like oh, yeah. the picture, it was just a shocking image to see it like just like burnt and like thrown over. Like it was just like ugh. ugh. Especially with it being Remembrance Week and all of that. I know Awareness Week. And as a as a trans woman, mm-hmm. Nomi, how did you like? How did I can't even imagine how that would uh, affect. It would be like seeing the gay flag or any any of our any flags any in the flag. Yeah, any flag to feel that, that to feel that you are not welcome. Mm-hmm. In a in a city, not even a state or like a country. In a city, in your city that you grew up in. That I, yeah, anybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and especially with it being like in you're the, not welcome in the gayborhood too. That makes it I know, even. It feels personal. That just like zones in even closer. To just to feel that energy, because you don't even know any. Well, I don't know if you you know the person who did it. I don't know if they know any. Uh, trans person or you know stuff like that but um just to say something because you are saying something very negative by doing that just to say that without acknowledging everybody as a whole mm-hmm. yeah it's just disheartening and yeah. it's crazy it's, it's it's i'm sad for that individual yeah, they have a lot of demons. Exactly. A lot of demons. You can look at it that way, though, because yeah. a lot of yeah. people will take it personally. And, like, the fact that you can be, like, yeah. sad for them shows, like, a level of maturity on your Oh, hands. for sure. But it's just, like, hard because, like, right? I have so many trans. And those are, th- those are just my personal feelings for anybody yeah. who's listening or watching later. Um, that is just my personal opinion when did, on that. How did the trans journey or transgender journey start for you? Me personally. And I say personally, very strong. <laughs> personally, just yeah. so nobody, you know, confuses um, that I'm speaking for everybody as a whole. Personally, um, growing up, I did not see a lot of um, gay, the you know, gay men or gay women. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw human beings. And I saw people doing things and, you know, living life and stuff like that. But I I came to the reality. But I've always acted a certain kind of way. Mm -hmm. And like I said before, it's it's all like my grandparents used to. I was raised by my grandparents. And they literally filmed everything. (laughs) For what reason? I do not know. But um, like I was telling Marion before this, I remember being like seven or eight. And my grand, uh, my grandfather's hospital was right here, is the Scripps, um, Scripps Hillcrest, over here off of was it Washington? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. Um, and that was his hospital. And my grand, my grandmother used to take him to the hospital, and I was just like, "Are you going to the hospital today? Are you going to the hospital?" And my grandma would always be like, "Why? Why? Do, why do you?" And so I would always just want to be in the car because they drove through Hillcrest, Aww. and I was like, "Ah." Well, I, I was with them one time, and we drove through Hillcrest, and in my head, I was like, okay, that's how they're always going to go to the hospital. So I was like, are you going to the hospital today? And so I would always want to be in the car so they could, you know, drive in Hillcrest, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be here one day. Yeah. I know I'm going to be here. I said, these are people that I've never seen before, and they're doing, it's you know, it's like men with men and women with women, and they're different. And I was telling her earlier, like, I I. Knew I was different. I didn't know what I was. And I knew I was attracted to a man. 
I knew that. So then I was like, oh, okay, well, they're, they're gay, so I, I'm gay. And then when I saw trans women, and I promise you, it was only around maybe like 17, 18, 19, that's when I started to realize, I was like, oh, no, that's what I am. That's who I am. And then, you know, I started to research and stuff like that. And then, then um, around 23, I want to say around 23 is when I started to um, take hormones. Okay. And transition. And it's it's been a very slow journey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, it's been a very on and off journey. You know, depending. Why on be- and off? On and off because it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. The yes. medication. Be one an LGBTQIA plus person in any environment is it's hard to get a job. And then to be trans, it's hard to get a job. And it's um to solidify your own money. Yeah. And while you're at it, throw in person of color as well. Yeah. On On top top of of that is just an entire other like not only are you trans, you're also a woman Mm -hmm. and you're also queer and you're also trans. Like all of those things in one is just like Hi, punching bag. Yeah. Like, it's just like one thing after yeah. it. Because most of my trans friends are, I would say 90% of my trans friends are trans people of color. Okay. And just like hearing their journeys, it's just like, it's just so much more. It's just like yeah. layer upon layer yeah. of yeah. stuff, like bullshit that you have to push. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it just like thinking statistic wise, if you look at it, there is only 207 companies in the U.S., that provide specific transgender healthcare. If you think of all the U.S., how many con- how many well, yeah. companies are? I mean, that's it. The girls that live in San Diego, they're not getting their medicine here. No. They're going to Mexico to get it. And to get like full surgery, trans yeah. transgender surgery, minimum starts at fifteen thousand. Minimum yeah. starts at fifteen thousand. Before we even talk about surgery, yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. But just so our just, audience some t- statistics just of it, to it's not even try and get your gender marker change in the the state of California in the city of San Diego it's around $500 what just to get your your gender marker changed and your name changed a lot of trans women and trans men you know they identify with them so they know who they are we know who we are right but then when you when we when it comes time to for us to have to give our ID that's when you see all vulnerability. That's some bureaucratic and bullshit yeah. there yeah, because that's, that's something that you can't control and no. you have to do it. And like they should start making some kind of exceptions in these situations yeah. if you have like a proven track record that this is where you're going for. Or not even. This is something that you should just be able to go and get mm-hmm. yeah. without any kind of – yes. yeah. And it's just like we're in California. It's way easier here than it is in, in, in fucking Nebraska that, or Ohio. Only, like, only eighteen states have specific transgender laws. Thirty-two say, states, nothing specific to the yeah, transgender. You can fire community. somebody for being trans. You yeah, can, yeah. Thirty-two you can, states. You can get fired for it. You cannot even get it. They can. They cannot give you a job because there are mm-hmm. there are it's crazy. States, I am pretty sure Arkansas, the motherland, is one of them <laughs> from where motherland, motherland yeah. where you can where you can assault. There are several states, mostly yeah. in the south, where you can assault a trans person, a, a fear based. Yes. Reaction assault, like you can attack somebody based on your fear, and like in court, and if, you would win. Yeah. yeah, if they fight back, it's their fault. Yeah, yeah. it's the trans person's yeah. fault. Yeah, yeah. and oh, there are is, a lot of states that are still that way. It's, oh, yes. it's insane. And I mean, you, technically, um, uh, anal sex is still um, illegal in Arkansas. It's sodomy. Arkansas. Mm-hmm. It's sodomy, <laughs> sodomy is against the law. So you get, so I mean, we're your gonna, cousin, you're fine. That makes ah. it so much hotter, though. Okay. <laughs> so much hotter. It doesn't so counterfeit your cousin. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to dive a little deeper into this conversation because yes. I, I think it deserves some attention. I think it does, too. So we will be right back, you guys, and a lot more with Nomi Daniels yes. and just a lot more. So stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi everyone, it's Mexican Eric. I hope you are busy with your family, enjoying your Thanksgiving and unwrapping tamales like I am. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Hi, who hurts? 
Happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you all get to eat lots of turkey and drink lots of champs like I will be doing. Cheers, babe. Call is to inform you. Our department has decided to suspend your social security number and file a lawsuit against you. As Hey everyone, we love hearing from all of our listeners out there, so why not drop us an email at thegang at whoinvitedher.net or like us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and leave a comment there. Let us know your point of view on something we discussed on the air, a topic that you'd love to hear about on a future episode, guests that you want to hear more from, or whatever's on your mind. And be sure to visit our website to click the Take a Survey button at the bottom of the page to answer just a few quick, easy questions to help us learn who's listening out there. Oh, come on, don't be a Carolyn. Help a bitch out. Hey, everybody, we're back from break. We have refilled drinks and everything, and we're ready to go. So, I wanted to continue the conversation we were having earlier, but I have a question for, for Naomi and uh, Miriam. Um, how is it being trans and in drag and how do you perceive the lgbtq community and their response to transgender people yeah like tra- okay. being I'll, I'll transgender start. and doing drag like what is how is how is that different than just either being a, just the drag queen or just the transgender person because you are in both worlds you have a foot in both worlds so how do you do it or is it even a difference? It is very much a difference. Um, I can attest to that. Usually <laughs> and typically, I would always say I'm speaking for myself. Yeah. But right now, I am speaking for a couple of my other sisters and brothers who are uh, drag kings that are also trans men mm-hmm. that are in the industry of performing arts and entertainment. Um, trans which is what I will always tell anybody who has a question about this, is trans is who we are. Drag is what we do. And the audience applauds. That is first and foremost what I would always tell anybody. Um, We are the who, who, whoever is in the entertainment industry as a trans, as a trans person, um, I will say is very fortunate and very lucky to be in the industry that you're in, making the money that you're making it, making the money that you're making the way that you're making it. Because there are some individuals who are not very, you know, fortunate enough to be able to make the money a certain way. And I'm not judging or not knocking any way or for any way of, you know, making the money that you're making. But some some individuals have to do different things to make money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, in that aspect. So, I mean, I'm not afraid to say it because we all learn from our mistakes. Like, growing up, um, I don't think I ever even met a trans person that I was aware of mm-hmm. until I moved to California. And I'd been doing drag before. And I remember doing drag and talking shit about trans women that did drag because there there was and still is that idea that trans women are cheating or trans women mm, aren't drag queens mm-hmm. or that AFAB performers are not drag queens. Um, and that is something that I have learned from. Um, and that's why I'm not afraid to talk about it because like other people, you can learn from, you educate yourself. And, um, I mean, I can attest to as someone who is, like, not only is Naomi my coworker, she's my friend. Yeah. And so Naomi and I do lunch. Naomi and I go shopping. And and the Naomi that I get going to Ulta and Old Navy is yeah. much different than the Naomi Fierce that you get on the floor at Lips. There is a distinct difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and some some trans women have their, their trans name plus their drag Performer oh. and then some some do both in or out. Do you do both or or is it is, me personally? Have, yeah. My Naomi Daniels is my name. <laughs> Naomi Fierce is my stage name. Oh, okay. So that is the only yeah. difference. Yeah, or between the like two. an like another example, uh, Gina Roberts, who we work yes. with, um, who hates your brother. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she a lot of people. I know. I've Gina's, known Gina for a long yeah. time. Gina's legal. Girl. Gina's legal name, because um, Gina is one of the few uh, trans people that I know that has been fortunate enough 
and been able to legally change everything. Yeah. Uh, she spells her name's G-I-N-A. Anything with lips billing, anything uh, drag-wise, it's G-E-E-N-A. Oh. And that's her differentiation, while it's not much. Interesting. Um, but... Um, there is a lot of transphobia in the gay community. Yeah. There's a lot of misogyny in the gay community, especially among um, cis white men, mm-hmm. um, which I used to identify as. Uh, we've talked about it before. I'm on this like non-binary journey of like I don't like I don't know what I yeah. like. You know what I mean? Um, just because to me personally speaking, for me, um, gender's just like not important, but it is important for a lot of people. And I don't want to say that while erasing other people's stories and histories and stuff. But for me, in my idealistic way to put it. Yeah, yeah. In my idealistic world, in future generations are gonna kind of laugh at what we're doing right now where we're overclassifying everybody. Yeah. And they're just gonna be like, we just do whatever we want. I was telling Naomi before this, I feel like we're in this weird, like stretchy time mm-hmm. where we're we're educating and there's a lot of emotions and stuff on the table. And for the first time we're really fucking talking about this yeah. on a national and global level. And I think I think part of the process of that is all of these labels because it's like every day there's something new. Yeah. And I think I think as we're going through this kind of like painful, like stretching, learning, expanding thing, a couple generations down the road, our kids are going to be like, "Yeah, dumb," because yeah. it's the just ch- people are just going to be people. The but children nowadays. Oh yes, the even children. They had- children are the most honest little bitches yes, that I will are. ever meet in my entire life. <laughs> but children are the. Uh, they just see it for what it, it is. is. And, they and they'll just like come, they'll just carry on. Yeah. yeah. It's all But it's the adults that are over here that don't know yeah. how to be nice or Gen- how to be a genuine person or how to just be respectful. How do you, as as a trans woman, how do you use your viewpoint on the same question that I asked Miriam within the gay community, um, like gay men? Is there a transphobia with? Gay men, do you First think? and foremost, I will say I live my life very unapologetically. Amen. Because if anybody Amen. else has the right to do what they want to do, I, I'm not hurting anybody. Mm-mm. Nor is any anybody else. Yeah. So we should not be discriminated against. We, there, we should be available to every opportunity as any living, breathing, tax-paying American. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Okay. I agree. First and, and foremost. I think- Coming for me personally, coming from an an older generation. Here we go. Shut up, Bashi. <laughs> I don't think I've ever looked at it's as trans and gay, lesbian, whatever separated. For yeah. me, it was all like one. I got you, Tony. I agree it was with that. all one. Because yeah. for me, growing up and being how it is now, I'm just happy we are where we are. Because I remember when it wasn't. Say for coming out as a gay man, uh-huh. a lesbian, bi, or transgender. Where now I'm like, for me, it was all one. But that's it was the all ideal. One. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not the reality. No, exactly, Bash. It isn't the reality. Yeah. And I will also argue that also your generation, and also people that are a little bit older than you, I feel like are the are part of the ones. I said it on our hundredth anniversary episode. Are part of the ones that do exclude trans folks. Really. I feel that way. Too. I feel that way. I, 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 maybe I'm speaking from my own your personal. Own personal. Yeah, and it's I, not necessarily it wasn't your, for me that It's way. like your generation and the ones that are like 10, 15 years above that, uh, that were the ones who really like fought for gay rights. Yeah. And so to them, they fought for gay rights and they don't give a fuck about trans rights. And they're but like, if why you do even we all go, have to- Miriam, if you even go back to Stonewall. Stonewall. Oh, yeah, it was Marsh P. Johnson. Exactly. Yeah. But do you know so, how many people uh, Rivera, do not know that, they don't know. though? Oh, well, that's, that's what what's surprising, say. is how many people don't people know. The new don't. generation attitude mm-hmm. and the, uh, what is it called? Like the self-entitlement yeah. yes. because of all the information that is now public. You know, because doing what yeah. we were doing, it was very, very secretive. Yeah. Like our, the way we did our makeup. And the way we did our padding, the way we got into drag, the way that it was all just personal. And now you can just go on YouTube and learn anything. Exactly. And and what... I remember before there was YouTube. Don't don't get me started, bitch. That's my story. Yeah. I remember typing into uh, YouTube how to cover eyebrows or how to make padding. (laughs) There was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. And now it's everywhere. And I'm like... 
bash me. Ancient bitch. Here's, here's the way that I see it, though. Because, like, going back to Stonewall, the, the buildup to Stonewall was that, like, people in the community were trying to be conservative and, like, not be radical, right? Yeah. They're, they were very not what the gay community is right now. They're like, just keep your head down. Pretend that everything's going to be fine. We just want to be gay. We're just not going to have in. kids. Yeah. We're going to fit in. We're not going to bother straight people. And the buildup to Stonewall was because of that attitude. And that's when the trans folks in New York really started, like, Specifically, just, the black trans exactly. folk. They, people they of color. just yeah. snapped. People of color. Deservedly, they had the right to snap because what had happened the night before was that bad raid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is what got things in motion, and that's what affects change. And it's nice to think that we can all kind of coexist as one, but I don't think that's the reality. you gotta, you got to have these tough conversations before well, any yeah. real well, change. I also look at it as like it's now it's, it's different. It's a little easier. Not – the easiest it's ever it's there's still a lot of work to be done but it is slightly <laughs> i know I wish everybody in this room has their fingers up wanting something well, to no, say no 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 <laughs> my thing is is it there's still a lot to be done and of there's course. still yeah. so a lot to be learned learned is a, is the keyword learned and, and i think people that i've talked to that grew up with me um they i think people get to a point and they want to stop learning Mm-hmm. And that's what needs to stop. When education has literally never been more readily available. Exactly. That's I think my that argument. bothers me with with my generation is that some of the people that I that I know, they get to a point and they're like, I'm good. I don't need to know anymore. No. I know everything I need to know. No, that is not the case. We're on this floating rock with seven billion other yeah, stinky exactly. motherfuckers. Learn about them. You exactly. know what I mean? Like and I, that hard. I just think people take for granted the fact that we're walking around with computers in our pockets. Yeah. Like the Educate yourself. The issue that's happening right now is a lot of people aren't willing to like accept change or have to try to learn a new thing. But that that's like, you know, pronouns and, and yeah. trying to figure out what's happening right now. It's like, are we gonna go to HD DVD or Blu-ray? We haven't really figured it the fuck out. Just know we're all gonna get there and it's gonna be fine. We gotta just like go through this process. Mm-hmm. And you know? that brings <laughs> up another topic that I was talking to you know me about is the LGBTQ plus. How where How many does, letters can we yes. add? That's like, okay, though. How do you guys feel about it? Because okay. all of us here are on different spectrums of the LGBTQ community. Of the flag. Yeah. yeah. So how does that – How? what is your – because we've never really talked about this on the show, but what is your viewpoint on that? Because originally it was LGBTQ – It was LGBT. LGBT. You're That's right. That's what it yeah. was. It was LGBT. Way and back then in it the was day. Heel. Originally it was and just LGB, it, though, right? Yeah. Wasn't it? No, Before, it was, it was it's always been LGBT because it was trans. LGBT, yeah. But we're tra- I think it was the LG. I remember, or at least in our, I remember, I have Girl, memories of it. we just, just said no, Marsha P. At the- no, I know, I know, that, I know that too, but I, I truly, like, I think the T came later. <laughs> I we keep our, adding our, our chat. Our, our, our lesbian fact checkers are on it. They're on it. Look at them. I at least <laughs> our L's are looking into it. Our L's I will, I will say I at least getting... have memories of yeah. it only being referred to as LGB, at least in the environment that yeah. I was raised so in. So, how do you feel about I'm it done. for each of you? For you, Naomi, how me is it now with all that? Um, I, um, me personally, I feel that it it's there, they are so it's changing every. It seems like every day. LGBTQIA plus, and you're worried about like respect, or you're worried about being visible you know, this way or that or way. Bending people, people aren't included. If you make things more simple, thank you. Yes. You'll have a better yes. life. And, and and I'm not saying that in a negative form or derogatory in any kind of way, but just to make it sim- simpler or simplify yeah. it, let it just be what it is, and and then. Worry about worry about that. Yeah, you know, worry about being respected. Worry about being acknowledged. Worrying about being appreciated. So it is LGBT. So it's always, but I do have just from my personal. So it's yeah, just 1994 is when it was recognized as LGBT. And then okay. everything else yeah. happened after that. I just, from my personal journey, like just how I was raised in Arkansas, like I said, I didn't even yeah. meet a trans person until I was and here. And which is interesting because Arkansas, like, it's, it's such LGBT. a different 
area than where we live in California. You know what 51, I mean? Fifty-one, oh. girl. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in a I grew up in a town of twenty thousand people. My graduating class was so two hundred people. Like. See, there that's were, crazy in itself. Right. I, just, I went right. to high school down there. My graduating class was, well, supposed to be six. Okay? <laughs> six <laughs> you, went to, you went to private school. I went to a private you school. You went to a private school. Six people. My graduating class was two. So, Bashi, what about you? How do you feel about the LGBTQ plus, plus, plus? Do you think, is it good that we're including everybody? Or is should there be a cutoff at some point? I think I have two thoughts on it. As long as you don't shame somebody from using something yeah. that you're not accustomed to but I say work smarter not harder exactly can we just say queer community and that's I what love that. everything that's yeah. what I just I is that okay that's I'm too old I, I can't remember all the is, letters is, I need is, just one word is queer bad in <laughs> no. any way shape I d- or form I did hear something the other day and it was by um no what? no it was it was just, <laughs> it was just by um, uh, Malik Yoba the actor uh-huh. oh, okay. and the activist um, who is now like you know partnering partnering with Carmen Carrera. Oh, cool. To do a lot of stuff. Yeah, they're there. I believe they, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody who's listening now or later, um, they're going on like a tour because they wrote a book about um, like a how to guide for trans lovers, like hmm. people, really? people who are attracted to trans people. Oh, that is a it's, smart it's like idea. A, it's like a how to, like, it's one, it's okay. Like, don't think that you're yeah. weird. Don't think that you're not okay to be able to love a trans person. Mm-hmm. This is okay. And then two, how to go about respecting a trans person and yeah. and acknowledging and not just, you know, fetishizing on that and stuff like that. Yeah. And right. that, that doesn't exclude the, the gay community either because recently, I would say within the last year, for the first time, I was attracted to... To a trans person. Yeah. And that threw me for a whole loop, too. Yeah. So I think that conversation right. is... Because you, you you think you're like, oh, I'm gay. I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. And then I have um, my trans friend, Sebastian, who yeah. I just have, like, the biggest crush on. And that was the first time I'd ever felt that. And that threw me for a whole other loop of exploring my sexuality mm-hmm. and yeah. my identity and stuff too. So I think that conversation is extremely oh, important. I said that to say uh, Malik was talking about something. Uh, one of his friends was saying that they are a, they are a trans... Well, he is a trans man mm-hmm. and he considers himself heterosexual. But then he only dates heterosexual women. Mm-hmm. You know? But then he's also... He, he considers himself queer, loving, uh, heterosexual dating, or hetero- he dates heterosexual women. And then that's when Malik was like, well, I'm heterosexual. <laughs> should, I, should I then in- invite queer yeah. into who I am? That's and a he good was question. like, well, I'm, I'm, don't think that I'm okay with that. Oh, really? fuck. And that's what I got me. Checkmate. On every spectrum, up and down, sideways, yeah. the there's is, always going to be a question. Keyword but, spectrum. But yeah. the, the, but Everything is, is a spectrum. It's a wide everything. variety. Of but, just, yes, to, just to touch on what we were touching about, yeah. I also think that um, people have to understand the, the separation between uh, gender identity and sexual identity. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, that God. is a whole other topic. Why is that so fucking not, hard for people to I understand? All, not all trans women identify as heterosexual right. women. No. Trans People. I, I know people. so yes. yeah, just trans people. But I know so many trans couples. I have mm-hmm. friends that are. I have. I have friends that are a trans man and a trans woman dating. I have. We have friends that are yeah. trans women that are yeah. married. Yeah. Um. It's those two things are so separate. And mm-hmm. I think to step forward and you're thinking of how all this works, yeah. you really have to grasp that concept. But that even goes into the the topic of where people confuse sexuality with gender. Yes. And it, that is a whole nother topic. Whole nother, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's the, honestly, I think you have to get over that to understand yeah. anything else. I, I agree if with that 100%. You can't understand that there is a, a direct separation between what you have in between your legs and your brain. I think yeah. people will get over over it if they understand past what they're trying to actually know. Like they're okay. asking a question and they're not going to get over it until you tell them this and then tell them why this is this. And then yeah. they'll be able to like push themselves over the edge of like, okay, I get it. Yeah. That's why 
because you explained it further, that's why I now I get, get it. it now. And yeah. honestly, most people just need to be exposed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I oh, yeah. agree with that. Yeah, like yeah. my dad. My dad has no ill will towards. I was telling her before that has no ill will towards the trans community. He doesn't understand it. Doesn't wish bad. But when my dad came out here and met so many established, successful, yeah, trans. Uh, he only met trans women while he was here, but he met so many trans women and like understood that. It totally like he was like, oh, he may still not understand it, but he sees it. Yeah, and it's because he lives in Arkansas. There are like. What it's trans so people true. we do have, it's not safe. Mm-hmm. It's not a safe, healthy, secure environment. Mm. Yeah. Expose thyself. And since the, we can go on and on Sit on this down, topic, no. which I really want to, but I know Miriam is going to have to leave soon. <laughs> I would love to come back. You have to. There's so much more I wanted to ask yeah. you. Please make sure I'm not on that episode. <laughs> I'll trust you. I will. I will. But I did want to bring up like – a couple statistics so people know within the trans community. In the U.S. right now, only 0.6% of adults identify as trans, trans, transgender. 6.1? Oh. So that identify. is 1.3 million out of 327 million people in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the transgender community is made up by young people. And this year alone, on 22 deaths associated with violence towards the transgender community has happened. Mm. Those are the only ones reported. Oh. Most of them are not. And most of them are through Hispanic and black community. It's it's, it's people of color community. community. It's it's hard on yeah, every spectrum of, color. of the LGBTQ. Yes. We were talking about this before. I used to be a sociology major and just like – the amount of the struggle, like I said, you'd have one more knock against you. The struggle of just coming out as a gay person or just a queer person in general in a in a person of color community is so hard. You throw trans on top of that. I know. And that's how, that's how I mean, just a th- little history for everybody. That's how the houses got started. That's how the balls yeah. got started. Literally, mm-hmm. Paris is burning. Those are all trans women. All of your women. fucking all little, of Pepper little Lebeja, words. Dorian Corey, they were all trans <laughs> all women. All of those little words that they use on RuPaul's Dragon were made came, by black and, and Hispanic thank trans you. women. They were. Period. Say, like, we do say it all the time. You know, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Come out. Just yeah. be who you are. Live unapologetically. Da, 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 da. Yeah. We can say that as much as we want, but for the people that live where we do not live here in Sandy, or, you know, it, like in the South, where it's very where it's hard, very hard for them to do that. When I was doing research for this show and just our show in general, statistics that really bothered me was forty-one percent of the trans community has attempted suicide mm-hmm. based out oh, of yeah. a sexual assault. And that is only the reports that have been reported. Yeah, and most people are too scared to... Yes, and that's something that needs to change and needs to be more aware. There needs to be more awareness about that. And I feel like even within our queer community, it's not spoken about enough. When I was doing the numbers and doing the research, I was just like, are you kidding me? We are in 2019, and it's like... But one thing I would like to say on this... um, (laughs) <laughs> go ahead I just want to like make sure I word it right yeah um I would I would love and appreciate for anybody and everybody who considers themselves trans transgender if you are in that spot or in the in the place of like you've in your process or in your journey, you've further along to yourself or, you know, you've already gone through surgeries, you've gone through this, you've lived your life as, you know, who you are. Don't look down on anybody who's just starting or don't tell them, oh, you're not trans or I don't think you're trans or I don't, I don't believe you because that's very disheartening to somebody who's just starting out or who doesn't have the means to start out, or who does not have the information or the knowledge to be able to access what they need to live their life. They'll just, people will stop and be, and just say like, oh, well, I guess I'm not. I guess I'm not trans. I guess I'm not this. I'm like, I guess I'm not that. Or I guess I, you know, I should stop my medication because I can't afford it. I'm broke. So I should, you know, worry about my life first. Do That's, you- 
It's not okay. Do you find is that a thing in the trans community? Like oh, yeah. older trans queens well, that I don't, have done it. Yeah, they're like, well, I did it, and it was harder when I did it. I don't so believe I shouldn't you. have to help you. You're not showing me that you're trans. You're not showing like it's a like everybody's it's a journey. To win. Everybody's journey is different. Everybody's this, this, and that from point yeah. A to point B. How you get to from point A to point B may not be how you got there. So don't judge anybody else on how they're getting there, and their process may be slower than. Or faster than yours, but don't judge them. And encourage yeah. them. Every yeah. trans person, like all of my trans friends, are so different. Yeah, I have trans friends that love taking hormones, can't live without hormones, hate hormones, this and that about them, and it doesn't take away from their transness. Yeah. I-, I feel like a lot of people just are like, "Oh, I support trans," and they put it in this box without realizing that they're just as different as. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because they're trans doesn't mean they go in that box. Like. No. Every trans person's story is so different. I think yeah, the the main word you said was support. Yeah, everybody within the community and everybody and needs to support each other. Each other. Let's each just other. be like queer Who and glitter. Gives, and thank you, gay, <laughs> Who drag, gives a, exactly. Anything. Who gives a fuck where you come from? Support each other. Support so, yeah. each other. Bashy, yeah. final words. Um, I would just say that a lot of things that I hear especially here in California, is like, oh, well, the state offers a lot so people mm-hmm. can just make their way out here and they don't need to live in Arkansas or Alabama or wherever. But I think it's important that you guys keep that in mind going into your decisions for the next election oh, and yeah. that yes. you make Very sure that you vote for so. your Congress people because people don't have the means to live in California. No. And make sure you know who you're voting for and why you're voting for them. Yeah. yeah. But we can't just discount people because they live in a different state and because they're not afforded the same protections that we're lucky to have because we live here. Yeah. So make sure you're thinking about them. Yep. Get out of your SoCal bubble. Yes. Thank you, Mary. It's it's so easy to get trapped in a... It is. It's it's an elitist. The the elitist coast thing, whatever that term is, it's a Mm -hmm. real fucking thing. Oh, it is. When I go back home to Arkansas, because I go back so, so infrequently now, that I'm just like, fuck. It's... Yeah, I forget it's, it's like a different world. fucking country it, it's planet. It's like, going from like minimum wage in Arkansas to being able to afford Ooh. a $2,000 a month. <laughs> what is minimum wage? Yeah, like, what's the minimum wage in Arkansas? I think it's, it's still federal. Like seven, it's probably like 75. Yeah. What? It's like 775. That's you can also, in my thought. hometown, you can get like a three bedroom apartment or a three bedroom house. For you like can do that in dollars <laughs> <laughs> uh, My friends back home, they have a really cute three bedroom, two yeah. bath house, and it's 550 a month. Oh, God. And backyard oh, God. and a shed and parking. <laughs> and, <a shed laughs> and they have deers that come eat apples from their tree every morning. <laughs> okay. And they have air conditioning. Oh, my God. So <laughs> we're going to end this episode with one of our favorite segments. And I think it's time for her today. I do the Carol dance. Carol, for once in your life, shut your damn mouth. Yes, you guys, it's time for Carol of the Week. So, Carol of the Week is something, we'll give a little refresher. Anything, person, place, thing, situation that just gets your goat that is just gets under your skin that you are irritated with right now i will go first because mine happened today and it pissed me the fuck off so today we me and mr roberto over there on the board robbie i needed to get a new tripod so i said let's go let's get let's do this we have a little time before the show starts grab your keys because you're parked in the garage you're driving grab your keys let's go we go we get downstairs get to the car rob goes i don't have my keys rob you're a virgo (laughs) thank you Uh, Miriam. god damn it oh it gets better he i don't have my keys i don't have my keys rob Check your pockets. Did you check your pockets? Yes, I checked my pockets. I don't have my keys. I didn't get my keys. Oh, God. Okay. I get annoyed because we have a show today. Um, we go outside. I call our property management. Of course, nobody answers because it is Saturday. Then they call back and say, you need to get a locksmith. So I'm dialing Rob. Get on the phone. Find a locksmith. This one's like, well, let's see who has the cheapest prices. I'm like, Rob, just get the door open. He gets on the phone with a locksmith, and he's talking to him going, well, how much is it going to be? When can you get here? Oh, um, wait a minute. I just That's found the, the keys. I just found the keys. They were in my hoodie 
pocket after asking him three or four times, did you check your pocket? He says, I checked my jean pockets, but not his hoodie (laughs) pocket. Believe, you know how livid I was. And then to top it all off, later today, I'm going to an escape room with him. I cannot even, I can't, I'm trapped in a room with this, with Rob for like ever. The worst day. That is my Carol, Robbie. Well, I had a... No, no, no. I had a moment of weakness. And, what? Uh, I, I don't know. I thought, I thought I had the keys. Then I thought I didn't have the keys. Then I found the keys. That was it. No. Great no. story, Rob. Great that's story. Why, yeah, that's great why Rob runs sound. <laughs> great content. Who else has a I carol have, this week? I have my carol. What is your carol? My carol is named um, Miriam T. Oh, no. What did you do? I do. <laughs> My Carol is um, unrealistically planning allotted amounts of time to do things. Oh, yeah. Where I think, where you think you have 30 minutes, you're like, oh, I can do that in 30 minutes, but it's really an hour and 45 minute yeah. job. I do that all the time. Every aspect <laughs> of my life. Shut up, Naomi. Today. <laughs> I'm going to go pee while she talks there shit about There you go. Me. Do you have a Carol, oh, no. Naomi? What's been getting you lately? Talk What's been happening? Girl. What's getting no, under your it's, skin? No, it's not about you, okay? Not everything's about you, Miriam. <laughs> uh, now, Miriam T. Don't I you know, gotta go to the bathroom? My, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess my carol is um, people who just, like, who will stare at you smack in the face. Like, eye to eye. Yeah. When you're, like, when you're coming at each other, you're walking. And they're just looking at you. But don't have the decency to smile or, like, Acknowledge. smize or, you know, glare at me. Bitch, say bye. Or Tell them what fight. you say. Tell them what you say. In the okay, like, oh, keep your eyes on the Lord, bitch. Why are you looking at me? Keep your eyes on the Lord all the time. Or like my sister Cassidy Richards will say, she's like, "Bitch, take a fucking picture; it'll last longer." But I, just, I like keep your eyes on the yeah, Lord. keep your eyes on the Lord, bitch. I don't know why you're staring at me. <laughs> I just don't understand how you can literally look at somebody that's coming head on with your eyes wide open and just be like. Not acknowledged. <laughs> Awkward. I'm like, bitch, hi, bye, woo. Am I, am I hanging out somewhere? Am I let you? Come on. Hook a bitch up. That's my team. That's all. Do you have one, Dashi? Yeah. Callers. Callers? Don't fucking call me. Just text me first if you need to have a conversation or an emergency. Those are the only two situations where it's okay. I agree with you 100%. That's why I never answer when my you call. My time is precious. <laughs> And I'm not donating it to you today. <laughs> okay. Ro- no, Rob doesn't get a carol this week. No, you don't. No, you're the carol. Oh, I no. thought, okay, I'll. No. Uh, that's no. my carol, then I'm the carol. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. So, how do people find you? Uh, it's gonna go. <laughs> no, Emmy. What? Naomi Daniels. How do people <laughs> oh. find you? You can follow me on Facebook, uh, Naomi Daniels or Naomi Fierce. I'm on Instagram. It's Naomi underscore Daniels zero one. If you look at me cross-eyed one more time, bitch, I'm a whip your ass. <laughs> Mary T. Mary. How do you, when, when nights are you at Lips? So people I'm there Wednesday, there. Saturday, or Wednesday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday morning for Sunday Gospel Brunch. Wednesday, I host with the fucking bitch, <laughs> Mary T, and we do bitchy bingo. Yes, and that's know. how you're right now. It's, it's loaded with a whole lot of bitch. emphasis on the bitch. It's fun, though. <laughs> Yeah. I love Bitchy yeah. Bingo. Honestly, like uh, with us as co hosts, we're so, you get like short, squatty, angry white woman and like tall, sexy, over this shit black woman. And yep. it's it's a really great combo. I bet. I can't How do people find you, Miss Mary? You Marianne can find me on Instagram at the. On Mary. the corner. <laughs> Literally. At Keep your point. eyes on she's the on, Lord. She's on the sidewalk <laughs> at El Cajon Boulevard. I, so yeah, is she, she is. Well, no, she's wrapped around the inside. Uh, uh, Go ahead, Miss Mary. You can find me on Instagram at the Mariam T. You can also catch Mariam's Tea Party Ugly Christmas Sweater Party on December 21st at Urban Mo's. Come see me and Naomi at Lips on Wednesday nights for Bitchy Bingo. And also, now that I'm back for peeing, yes. can the name of this episode be Keep Your Eyes on the Lord? Yes, it is. I okay, was thinking good. the same yes. thing. Yes, keep your eyes on the Lord. Taking right? this bitch to Disneyland. Yeah. We would go with a group of like 10 or 12 of us. And Naomi gets looks because she's huge. And like these like 
middle-aged white women are giving her these looks, and she will literally <laughs> look the at children, them. And bitch. I be she yelling at little kids, too. look at them with her fucking Swarovski stiletto nails and go, you need to keep your eyes on the Lord, ma'am, not on me. Look at the Lord. Thank the, you. Oh, Come on. That Karen. sounds like the name of a show, Keep Your Eyes on the Lord with Naomi Daniel. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's the name of a show. You have to have your show. Eyes on the Lord. How do people find you, Bashy? I'm at same-a-name underscore Batch and at Moe's on Sunday mornings between the hours of 10 a.m. and 6. There you go. Every Sunday we're there. And you guys, you can find the podcast at Who Invited Her underscore podcast on Instagram. We are Who Invited Her SD on Facebook and Twitter. You can always email us at the gang at whoinvitedher.net. We love hearing from you guys. And we have merch on the website. If you go there, we have merch. You can get shirts and a bunch of other stuff we have on there. You can follow me at Tony underscore baloney underscore macaroni. And I want to thank. Nat and Jess. Perfection. Yeah. 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 Our filling in. Girl. Our Shams girls for filling <laughs> in this week for Mexican nice Eric. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> and Rob, you never post, but how do people find you? It's R O R Y C O on Instagram. Yes, you guys. And next week episode is one we did record and Miriam and I did a while back, and I'm really excited for it. It's Glitz Clam and Disco Dolly. Yeah. Oh, that's part episode. one. Part one. They're coming out for a second because we didn't get to everything. And possibly a the third. Stories the they had about doing K with Madonna, almost sleeping with Dennis wow. Rodman. It goes Den- deep. Yeah. It goes deep. So that's Which coming one? up soon. Well, well, don't say anything. Don't okay, say watch anything. the episode. <laughs> yes. Save it for the show. Thank you, Naomi Daniels, for coming on. Thank you got to come back. Me. You Got to come back. I would love to. We come need back. a part two. Yes, we, we do. Some serious. Yes, shit. I feel like we just scratched the surface with you. <laughs> there's a, lot there's of a whole lot in this big old bitch. Okay. <laughs> and you guys, today the band pick is your pick, Naomi Daniels. <gasps> we'll do good as hell by Lizzo. Yes, you guys. That is I a closing song. Yes. Try. If you need advice, let me simplify. If he don't-